Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Dylan Thomas. He lived from 1914 to 1953. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called Fern Hill. This poem is dedicated to Jill, who is one of our listeners. Jill mentioned uh, this poem and how much she likes it. And so I told her it had been on my short list and it was time to move it forward up to the uh, active roster, so to speak. So here is Fern Hill by Dylan Thomas. This poem was composed in 1945 and published in 1946. And it goes like this. Now as I was young and easy under the apple boughs about the lilting house, and happy as the grass was green, the night above the dingle starry, time let me hail and climb golden in the heydays of his eyes, and honored among wagons I was prince of the apple towns, and once below a time I lordly had the trees and leaves trail with daisies and barley down the rivers of the windfall light. And as I was green and carefree, Famous among the barns, about the happy yard, and singing as the farm was home, in the sun that is young once only, time let me play and be golden in the mercy of his means. And green and golden I was huntsman and herdsman, the calves sang to my horn, the foxes on the hills barked clear and cold, and the Sabbath rang slowly in the pebbles of the holy streams. All the sun long it was running, it was lovely, the hayfields high as the house, the tunes from the chimneys, it was air and playing, lovely and watery and fire green as grass. And nightly under the simple stars as I rode to sleep the owls were bearing the farm away. All the moon long I heard, blessed among stables, the night jars flying with the ricks and the horses flashing into the dark. And then to awake, and the farm, like a wanderer white with the dew, come back, the cock on his shoulder. It was all shining. It was Adam and Maiden. The sky gathered again, and the sun grew round that very day, so it must have been after the birth of the simple light in the first, spinning place, the spellbound horses walking warm out of the whinnying green stable onto the fields of praise. And honored among foxes and pheasants by the gay house under the new-made clouds, and happy as the heart was long, in the sun born over and over. I ran my heedless ways. My wishes raced through the house, high hay and nothing I cared. At my sky-blue trades, that time allows in all his tuneful turning so few in such morning songs before the children green and golden follow him out of grace. Nothing I cared in the lamb-white days, that time would take me up to the swallow-thronged loft by the shadow of my hand, in the moon that is always rising nor that riding to sleep I should hear him fly with the high fields and wake to the farm forever fled from the childless land. Oh, as I was young and easy in the mercy of his means, time held me green and dying, though I sang in my chains like the sea. In her email to me, Jill noted that she's not entirely sure what this poem is about, but that it's beautiful and haunting all the same. And I think that's... I think that's a good way of putting it. In fact, I think that lingering uh, and resting in and being okay with the haunting and the beautifulness of poetry, despite not knowing what it means all the time, is probably the best stance to take when it comes to poetry. Sure, it's great to, to discover things in a poem, to learn what it means, to, to do your best to unpack it. But I think the first place we have to, the first place we have to go is, is to be okay with 
the mystery, um, to be okay with wondering what's going on, to be okay with just taking in the beauty and the tone and the feel and the language of what's going on in a poem. So I think Jill's stance there, it's confusing, but I love it, is, is perfectly right. Now, a few things I can do to help unpack this poem are explain a, c- a couple things. As you know, the British give names to houses, well, certainly more than we customarily do in America. Fern Hill was the name of a house that belonged to Dylan Thomas's aunt when he was growing up in Wales. Um, it's a country house. And for those who don't know, ferns are, are plants that apparently uh, covered much of the earth once upon a time. They're very, very old plants. And that's a, a note in William Harmon's anthology, The Classic Hundred Poems. He mentions that uh, petroleum deposits are the fossil remains of great fern forests, which I did not know. But this seems to be a poem that is about the prospect of death even in the most alive moments. As Harmon writes, quote, the poet suggests that we love life all the more because we know about death, just as we appreciate spring more because we have been through a winter. One of the ways I think he explores that theme in this poem is through the, the structural elements, because there are one, two, three, four, five, six stanzas, and each stanza has nine lines. And the first, second, sixth, and seventh lines are in irregular hexameter, whereas the third and fifth in irregular tetrameters, the fourth is in irregular trimeters, and the eighth and ninth are either trimeter tetrameter or tetrameter trimeter. Now you can, it's not necessarily important that you understand what all those words mean. You can look up all those things if you want to learn more about them. But William Harmon notes that either full rhyme or repetition of stressed vowels between the ends of the first and sixth lines, such as in bows and towns, the second and seventh lines, as in green and leaves, the third and eighth lines, as in starry and barley, and the fourth, fifth, and ninth lines, as in climb, eyes, and light. So those are, you know, there's either, either a full rhyme or repetition of stressed vowels in those lines. So I think what that's doing is it's, you know, the variation, while also the consistency in the patterns and the repetition of those patterns plays into this concept of predictable variety. So there is a, a variety of life. You know, there are things that, that catch our imagination, that catch our fancy, that carry us away, that give us great joy. But then there is an inevitability in that. And I think that the patterns, the formal patterns that Dylan Thomas is playing with here speak to that theme. They, they incarnate that theme uh, in a really beautiful way. Uh, so those are a few things that are at play in this poem. But this is, like so many poems, the kind of poem that um, is great to linger in and to love even when you don't totally know what it means. I think that if you can linger in a poem for a long enough time, it will, the meanings will begin to, to unpack themselves and uh, the layers will begin to sort of unfold. But even if they don't, there's something to be said for the value of um, lingering in, in beauty. Um, and that can be meaningful in and of itself, even as we pursue a deeper meaning um, in the poem. So one more time, here is Dylan Thomas's Fern Hill. Now, as I was young and easy under the apple boughs about the lilting house and happy as the grass was green, the night above the dingle starry, time let me hail and climb golden in the heydays of his eyes. And honored among wagons, I was prince of the apple towns. And once below a time, I lordly had the trees and leaves trail with daisies and barley down the rivers of the windfall light. And as I was green and carefree, 
famous among the barns about the happy yard and singing as the farm was home and the son that is young once only, time let me play and be golden in the mercy of his means. And green and golden I was huntsman and herdsman, the calves sang to my horn, the foxes on the hills barked clear and cold, and the Sabbath rang slowly in the pebbles of the holy streams. All the sun long it was running, it was lovely, the hay fields high as the house, the tunes from the chimneys, it was air and playing, lovely and watery and fire green as grass, and nightly under the simple stars as I rode to sleep the owls were bearing the farm away. All the moon long I heard, blessed among the stables, the night jars flying with the ricks, and the horses flashing into the dark. And then to awake, and the farm, like a wanderer white with the dew, come back the cock on his shoulder. It was all shining, it was Adam and Maiden. The sky gathered again, and the sun grew round that very day. So it must have been after the birth of the simple light in the first spinning place, the spellbound horses walking warm out of the whinnying green stable onto the fields of praise. And honored among foxes and pheasants by the gay house under the new-made clouds, and happy as the heart was long, in the sun born over and over, I ran my heedless ways. My wishes raced through the house high hay, and nothing I cared. At my sky-blue trades that time allows in all his tuneful turning so few in such morning songs before the children, green and golden, follow him out of grace. Nothing I cared. In the lamb-white days, that time would take me up to the swallow-thronged loft by the shadow of my hand, in the moon that is always rising. Nor that riding to sleep I should hear him fly with the high fields and wake to the farm forever fled from the childless land. Oh, as I was young and easy in the mercy of his means, time held me green and dying, though I sang in my chains like the sea. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.